Hello and welcome to the Secret Lady Biz podcast. I'm obsessed with leadership in all its forms and particularly what it means to be a female leader. So join me, Kristen, as I interview and find out more about the unique journeys of some amazing women in leadership. So welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Secret Lady Biz podcast. Today I have with me the owner and head chef, executive chef of Alkaline Cafe. Um, Here in Albany we have a cafe that is certified celiac uh, and also serves vegan and now a nut-free menu as well. So I'd like to welcome to the podcast Mel. Thank you, Kristen, for having me. Wonderful to be here. Also the only chef. At the moment, yes. At the moment, the only chef. If you know a chef that's looking for a job, uh, this is July 2021. They need a new one. (laughs) Another one. Not a new one. Another one. So, Mel, let's get started. Um, Can you give me a quick rundown of the highlights and teachable moments you've had so far? Okay. Highlights and teachable moments so far. There's been so many. Um, I guess the highlights as, you know, like a small child would be um, my grandmothers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just cooked the most amazing food and had the most amazing amazing gatherings and, um, I don't know, just that, that whole sense of family. Yeah. Um, they were my first memories, you know, and, and memorable moments. Um, and then, you know, life kind of happens. And then I, I was I was born in the 70s, so um, I was born to two teenagers. So um, by the time I was seven, um, I was in a foster home. So um, when I when I got to the foster home, I had I got to I guess I was lucky. Um, yeah. I got to learn a new family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've you know I've met so many beautiful people along the way um, and chosen to keep some of those in my life. And they've all taught me so much about about life. And I think everyone in my, in my childhood has given me something to... They've, they've all given me... Every single different person has given me something to make me who I am today. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as far as memorable moments, I've had so many good ones over the years. Um, you know, when I was... I wasn't very good at school. I did get an A in cooking, so I decided to pursue a career in chefing. Stick to your strengths. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> the only A. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it wasn't it wasn't something that I wanted to do. I always wanted to be a hairdresser, um, to be honest. I wanted to be like my auntie. I remember, you know, one of my first memories um, was my auntie. She, you know, was a hairdresser in Fremantle, and um, I just always thought that she was so beautiful. You yeah. know, she had the best hair. And um, I'm glad I'm not a hairdresser because I rock the mum bun. <laughs> and I think I've had this bun since 1992. Um, so, yeah, definitely not a hairdresser. But, um, yeah, look, you know, you know, come high school, uh, it was, I don't know, it was just something that I really enjoyed um, and I was good at it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, did pursue it. Got, a, got an apprenticeship when I was about 15, 16, worked in Perth, Um did one or two years um, at a hotel there and then I moved over to um, Fremantle 
that's probably where things started going bad. No, not, <laughs> not really. Um, no, I was really lucky there. I had, um, you know, as far as career goes, you know, like I did sauces, I did cold lather, I peeled vegetables for six months, you know, I did dishes, you know, like I did brasserie, I did events and catering. Like I just had the best um, training, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess, and I met, you know, so many beautiful people along those ways as well. Um, and then, you know, obviously becoming a mum, you know, that's another memorable moment, isn't it? Absolutely. With lots <laughs> um, of teachings there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when I had my son, it was, you know, we knew he was a little, he was a little bit different. Um, and then when we started investigating um, and realising that he had ADHD, that's when the, a whole new different um, world came in for us, mm -hmm. especially me as a mum, mm -hmm. um, you know, being, being at home and cooking and all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I just started delving into allergies and tolerances, you know, you know, behavioural issues and what, you know, food does to um, children. Yep. And, um, yeah, I, I guess something shifted in me mm -hmm. um, when that happened. And, yeah, I just started cooking a different way, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the most memorable moments is realising that I didn't want to cook yep. anymore. Um, you know, I was working at a sports bar here in Albany, um, loved my boss, loved everyone that I worked with, um, but I just couldn't cook that that yeah. way anymore. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I just felt that there was a big shift happening in the world and, you know, like already doing that research, you know, previous to when my son was little and realising that, you know, foods do affect our moods. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I just started a new journey. Yeah, so that was a real memorable moment for me. Now, having to tell my boss that I didn't want to work for him anymore, you know, that was hard. Yeah. Because um, it wasn't him. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, the situation. It was just me. I was changing. A shift. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, went into the fuel industry. That was amazing. Learned so much stuff. Um, and then, yeah, it was, you know, I got a phone call basically asking me um, if I wanted to, you know, purchase Alkaline. And um, I thought it was something that was definitely out of our reach. Um, you know, we have houses and cars and lots of debt, so I didn't think it was something that would be possible. Um, but I think when you really, really want something, you make it possible. Yeah. And if you have the right people surrounding you, yeah, they help you make it possible as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, memorable moments, you know, family, careers, businesses, yep. husbands, kids, yeah. And here we are now. Yeah, yep. Still learning every day. Yeah. Well, got to stay curious, right? Yes. Right up till your last day. Uh-huh. Yep. Every day is a school day. Yeah. <laughs> Without the teacher. Sometimes. Yes. Without the teacher being sometimes clearly you identified. Yeah. Got to teach yourself. <laughs> and so, Mel, fantastic journey there. Um, certainly, you know, from from where you've started and, and the start that you got in childhood with uh, some kind of family base that wasn't necessarily biological mm, um, mm. to to then work your way through to now being a business owner and, and having your own family and finding your way in the world is certainly um, something that's very inspiring, I think, for, for most people. Yeah, it's, look, I, you know, recently I've just thought I'm just a mum and I'm just a business owner and I'm just a wife and I'm just a cook. And I listened to a podcast not long ago and I was like, you know what? I am a chef yep. and I am a business owner and yep. I am a survivor and yep. I am a wife and I am a business owner. And that's something to be proud of. Like yep. I think sometimes we can be yeah, too hard on ourselves and sometimes we've got to look at how far we've come. Yeah. 
Can I share a phrase with you that I heard the other day on another podcast to shift that, that I'm just a, is that I'm also a. Oh. Isn't that cool? Oh, I am. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you are. You are. But and you I are also, also a. Yes. You are also yes. a. And, and once you start piling in everything that you are actually bringing to the world, mm. Mm. It, it becomes quite awe-inspiring. Mm, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not just a mum, you know. I'm also a mum on top of being a fantastic friend, an excellent wife, a business owner, if that's what you are. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think we can um, sometimes forget in this busy life what we've been through, how far we've come, yeah. where we're going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what we still have to achieve. Yeah. Um, you know, who we, you know acquire along the way who's helped us along the way yeah that's yeah. it yeah life's definitely not a solo sport <laughs> no i was trying to do it for a little while but uh, it, turns no. out it doesn't work <laughs> it doesn't no it's not sustainable and what would you say is your professional um achievement your greatest professional achievement to date um, you know i didn't think i had any but you know when i look back over the years i was a very timid and um quiet 15 year old when mm -hmm. I first started my apprenticeship mm -hmm. um but even still I, I still applied to be an apprentice of the year at awards and things like that yeah um so I've you know I've done you know apprentice of the year I think I did that three years in a row Amazing. I think I keep, kept on getting um encouragement award <laughs> <laughs> so by the fourth year I was like I'll stuff this yeah. um, your encouragement is not enough yeah. <laughs> I need winning but still great you know still um you know to be un you know like this is these are the days before you know um master chef and all yeah. that kind of stuff on yeah. on telly so it was like that but real yeah you know um yeah. but all kids yeah know, all kids in a tafe room you know like cooking their little hearts out you know to try and be a winner um but at the end of the day you're all a winner mm. like, if you've got enough you know get up and go to even apply yeah that's you know right. you're already a winner so yeah apprentice the year awards they were great um and then, you know, like by the time I was 19, I was I was running my own restaurant, so it was 120 seater, and then we had a function room to the side. Wow. Um, so, you know, like I look at my nearly 19-year-old um, and I just think, wow, you know, that's that's a massive achievement. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't long after that that I moved to Albany. Mm -hmm. um, you, know, you know, breaking away from my hometown, that was, you know, that's a big thing you know, for a teenager as well. Um, you know, worked at a couple of places here in Albany, but then we le I left here, um, left Albany to work at the Olympics in Sydney. Wow. Um, you know, I, you know, it was only the other day That's I was thinking to myself, oh my yeah. gosh, you know, the Olympics are on. Remember that time I went to the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, actually, I worked there. And then, you know, what about that time I met, you know, all these people that won gold and I touched a gold? You know, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from, you know, from there... I guess, you know, like I met my husband and you know, had children and stuff like that. So um, everything's just been kind of, you know, low-key chefing. But um, since I've owned this business, I just feel like, I'm, yeah, I've really started to grow, um, you know, show who I am, what I love, yeah. um, how I like to cook. Yeah. Um, you know, um, last year uh, a friend nominated me for, you know, the Osmanpreneur Awards. I didn't even know what that was. Yeah. Um, you know, and then to win three awards in one night, that was amazing. Yeah. And then um, and then I think it was the month after that, you know, we had the ACCI awards and I won Business Person of the Year. I was just like, whoa. Incredible. You know, like people 
just because you're so busy doing what you're doing doesn't mean that people aren't noticing what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I think that was re- that was a real big boost for me. Like yeah. I felt like I was just constantly going, going, going. Yeah. But that, that night that I stopped, I realised that people, you know, they watch. Yeah. They see, they see how hard you work. They see how far you've come. And, um, yeah, winning that was just amazing. Um, and then, yeah, this, this year again, I think, um, oh, actually, what's the date today? Fourth? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so in, I can't, it's the end of the day, I can't do math, <laughs> but on the 16th um, of this month, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to Perth because um, Alkaline has been nominated for um, Restaurant and Catering Industry Awards. Amazing. Congratulations. And I'm just so excited. I don't care if I win anything or not. Yep. I have got bang and dress yeah. oh brilliant that's a good <laughs> and, start um i've got a friend who um is a hair and makeup artist she works for channel seven and i was like nick i need you so <laughs> i'm just so excited to be in a room full of people who get me yeah you know um i went to one of their meetings once before and you know just to be in a room full of business you know cafe or restaurant owners i just felt i don't know i felt just felt connected and understood. Yep. It was really good. Fantastic. Yeah, really good. And Mel, if you could write a book on anything, tell me what would it be? Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I think Neela took my idea. <laughs> <laughs> After I listened to her podcast, I was like, God damn. <laughs> hey, maybe it's took my idea. Maybe yeah. a collaboration. That could be a really good mm. idea. Um, no, when I listen to her podcast, yeah, she's a great thinker as well. Um, I'd always like to incorporate incorporate mm-hmm. where I started, mm-hmm. my journey and the recipes along the way. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to have a recipe book out this year, but, you know, it hasn't happened. You know, maybe there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just to tell my story in the food yeah, has has accompanied all those memories along the way. It would yep. be really good. Yeah. Although, um, you know, even today, I'll, you know, I said to one of my staff, you know, she made a chickpea blondie, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm putting that in my recipe book. I'll just name it after you. Um, but yeah, I think a recipe recipe slash bio mm-hmm. would be great. Um, but I also have something in the pipeline. Um, I have to have a chapter of my life um, done for a book. Um, by the 10th of August. Awesome, awesome. Six days. Yep, yep. Um, so after telling your children not to put their homework off to the last minute and they yeah. in a rush. Yeah. Of course, mum doesn't do that at all. No. <laughs> I have written it. I've just rewritten it three, okay. t- three or four times. Okay. But I think, um, I think there's a sense of freedom and, um, I don't know, truth in mm-hmm. telling people your story. Yeah. Yep. So um, when I was offered this position in this book um that will be out in november i thought why not yeah um and i think what's actually has inspired me is listening to your podcasts oh really yeah yeah i've listened to you know people's stories and i'm like why don't we tell our story more often we shouldn't be ashamed we shouldn't feel um that we've done anything wrong or you know been to the wrong places or done the wrong things you know we are who we are and our journeys are important to who we are yeah um and maybe to other people yeah, well. absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, and aside, you know, not even that what we've done is wrong, but that what we've done is boring or what we've done is yeah. pedestrian or what we've yeah. done is not of interest to anyone else, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, there's so many women that I've sat down with and I 
they will tell bits and pieces of their story and I'll think, wow, there is definitely someone sitting out there right now who's thinking to themselves, I can't or I'm not good enough or nobody's done this before. Mm -hmm. And hearing these stories, I'm hoping, will inspire the next generation or even, you know, our own peers to think to themselves, you know what, actually I can. She did it, so it must be doable. Mm -hmm. The only time I've ever told myself that I can do something is when I'm doing something really hard at the gym. Yep. I don't go to the gym anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I work here all day. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I think, yeah, sometimes we forget to tell ourselves that we can do a lot of things. Absolutely. And um, we should. Yeah. 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 I've worked, um, yeah, I've worked alongside some, you know, know, my staff and my family, my friends. So um, I've learned a lot from my staff. Um, you know, since I've owned this business and I sometimes wonder, they probably think that I'm crazy or, you know, I'm this or that. But, um, yeah, when I was offered this opportunity in this book that's coming out later um, in the year, I just thought it's a really good idea for people to get to know me because I'm a very private person because I've always been quite ashamed. And um, I'm at that age now where I just don't care anymore. Yep. I am who I am and, yeah. This is what I do and this is what I love. So, you know, you can always, you know, if you listen to someone's story, you can you can put the pieces together, yep. you know, on how and how and why they are who they are, yep. you know, and, um, yeah, understand them more. Yeah. Fantastic. We're all a little bit complex, aren't we? We are complex human beings. Mm. Everybody turns up with all sorts of baggage. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Brings it into their everyday life and makes them yeah. who they are. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I can't wait to see the recipe book. I am a massive fan of of the homestyle cooking recipe oh, books and things that oh mean things Nana, to people. I just wish, and... Yeah, I wish I had a Meta's oven that still worked because um, what my grand my, what my great grandmothers used to make in those ovens, I, I've never been able to replicate. You know, just yep. oh, the old wood fires. Bring back the old days. <laughs> <laughs> Pour some cart. The old Meta's. <laughs> Sure, we could probably find someone in Albany that can build one for you. I've got one. Yeah, might build it in the new house. There you go. <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah, we bought a block about you know twelve months ago. Yeah, we'll build on it one day. Maybe I should have the metas put in there. There you go. Yeah, an idea. Mel's metas cooking. It's <laughs> a whole new business idea. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. When I retire. And Mel, tell me, what do you do for fun or relaxation? Well. My awesomely beautiful naturopath, Luna, just asked me the same question in a recent session. And to be honest, it was the moment I realised why I I had been diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. I've actually not had a lot of fun or relaxation in the past few years, but the things I find fun and or relaxing these days is staying in my Mm pyjamas, not having to go anywhere, do anything or see anyone. (laughs) How sad is that? That sounds like the archetype of a hospitality worker. Just don't look at me, don't touch me, don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was a massive realisation. I was like, what do I do? Oh, that's awkward. I'm 80 already. <laughs> um, we also own an on-site van out at Chains. Okay. Um, and when we, we can, we get out there and I'm at my happiest and most relaxed, um, listening to the birds chirping, watching the kangaroos, sunrises and sunsets. They just fill my soul. I have been working from dusk till dawn for too long, Mm -hmm. um, hence why we've had to cut our business hours back and days. So, yeah, yeah, we've just been doing anything that we can to 
stay open here mm-hmm. at the cafe mm-hmm. and um, those little snippets of sunrises, sunsets, birds, you know, full driving. Sometimes I'd go for a full drive. If you had asked me 20 years ago if I wanted to go for a 4 I would have gone, no thanks. Yeah. Um, now we just find paths and, yeah. you know, we name them, you know, funny names and things like that. So, yeah, no, that's, yeah, simple but soulful. Yeah, mm. and and mindful as well. Yeah. It's not too much and just detaching from Yeah, detaching from, you know, the, the busyness of life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so easy to do that down here because there's just so much natural beauty. Yes. And so many untouched areas or underdeveloped or undeveloped areas you can still just sort of head to and feel like you're in the middle of nowhere exactly yeah Yeah. you know it's 40 minutes down the road but you know it's like a holiday absolutely Mm. yeah Mm. yeah very much get that feeling around here you can drive anywhere and think oh I could just be this close to home and spend a week here. And if we forget something, I'll just nip back. But I'm going to definitely be Some Friday nights I go home and I literally put some knickers in my bag and we're off. Yeah, fantastic. You know, we've got everything out there. So yeah. it's, you know, it's it's just, it's a getaway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even 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 at Christmas time when I thought, oh, there's going to be too many people out there, it was so quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, yeah, that's... And we inherited it from, not in, well, we bought it um, from a guy who had it for 30 years. And yeah. we're blessed that we can, you know, start our own traditions, you know, in his van. So, yeah, yeah it's a bit special. Wonderful. Mm. Really lovely. And so we'll move to the part now of the podcast where we discuss any business advice that you have being a multi-award winning lady in biz. Can you tell us what being a business owner means to you and why you became an entrepreneur in the first place? Um, years ago when I, I probably got, so I've been a chef for about mm, 25, six years now. Um, and it was probably about seven years ago I could feel a new healthy way of eating, mm-hmm. make, hitting the scenes. Yeah. Um, and I... I got excited about it because I felt like at some stage in my career that my career was killing me. You yeah. know, I got up to 150 kilos, um, walk past a chip bowl at 10 accidentally fall in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'll just have that or I'll just have this. Oh, that's got heaps of sugar in it. That's all fat. You know, I got to a stage in my career where I was just like, something's got to change. Mm-hmm. And everyone that I had spoke to around that time had an allergy or an intolerance. Yeah. And then the more I delved into my health, the more I realised I was gluten intolerant. Right. Um, and then so including myself and my children, I wanted to start a shift. So I was still working at the time, but I started my own catering business mm-hmm. because I'd always loved cooking cakes, yep. but I wanted to start cooking cakes without flour or without sugar or yep. without this or without that or without nuts, you know. So yep. I wanted to accommodate people who were too scared to eat out. Um, and it was around 2014 I told my husband I wanted to open a cafe restaurant of my own. Um, but at that time we just, you know, financially just wasn't an option. Yep. Um, stars weren't aligning, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then... 
in 2018 it become a reality mm-hmm. you know do you want to buy this cafe and I went no that'd be too hard or we don't have the money or I was making excuses but in the back of my mind I was like oh I, can make, I think I can really make this work yeah just had a vision yeah I guess um and you know to have to have what I have now I'm just so proud yeah you um be. it just I just love when people walk in here and they can have anything from the cabinet or yeah. anything from the menu. Whereas, yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, maybe other times they they might not have gone out for years or they're very scared when they go out. So yeah. I love knowing that when people come in here, they feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. Because, you know, we all want to feel comfortable and safe. Absolutely. So if I can give that to someone in a food way, yeah. winning. Fantastic. Yeah, that safety is a big part. Um, yeah. I have a very special little girl in my life who uh, is dairy, nut and egg intolerant. And True. she's very young and she already has trust issues with the world. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. everything contains, yeah. you know, one of those even three after, Even after we tell someone here we're celiac accredited, yeah. um, you can have anything in the cabinet, they're like, but what about this? Yeah. What about that? Yeah. You're okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know? You're in a but, you know, it makes now. you realise that they're, they're literally really scared. Yeah. So to create a, a safe place in the form of a cafe, yeah. it's it's awesome. It is. Yeah. yeah, you've done an amazing job. And on reflection, what or who's been your greatest influence in business and why? Um, my... My greatest influence and inspiration comes from my great grandmother, mm-hmm. um, known to many in Manidron as Nana Worthy, mm-hmm. um, and then my nan, Judy. Um, these ladies lived in a time where you know the war was over and you could hardly afford to feed your children, yeah. um, and they survived, um, not unscathed mentally or emotionally or physically, I guess, but everything that they grew, they grew on their land, yeah. and my child, my whole childhood, I watched everything from seed to plate so that's that's my greatest inspiration yeah yeah fantastic fantastic and what's been the best advice that you've received in business that you can pass on or potentially the absolute worst that you'd like to warn us against this one stumped me because you know like i've been in hospitality for so long yeah and i was trying to i was trying to find some moments in my many years of being in hospitality and being in business, I couldn't, nothing jumped out at me. Right. But there is a man in Albany um, who is a local businessman and I've I've looked up, up to him for the last 12 years. Yeah. And we were having a little um, hospitality session mm-hmm. long ago mm-hmm. and he said to me, just keep it simple and keep it small. And I've based my business on simplicity, as I believe less is more. Yeah. But change it up often and keep it interesting, but not overwhelming. Yeah. And that's what I've tried to do here. And the worst, <laughs> the worst advice I've ever been given is just borrow more money. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That that one was easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I need to explain that one. I no. think you know. Um, my auntie told me when I was a kid, if you can't afford it, you don't get it. Yeah. 
So that's kind of a little rule that I've lived by. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you've got the money, buy it, sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you know that's really interesting? Um, I lived in Germany for many years and the whole uh, monetary concept there is based entirely on that sentiment. They don't understand necessarily the concept of credit cuts. Mm -hmm. So this idea of going into debt indefinitely and just Mm. paying the bank interest or not being able to pay it back. So there's actually a system where the banks are set up that if you do have a credit card because, you know, you need those 16 digits and it's the only way to buy something, a little bit different now that there's debit cards in the mix, but if you needed a credit card and you were ranking up this debt over the course of a month, they would automatically, and obviously it was what you signed in the terms and conditions, they would automatically go into your checking account or wherever you got your salary paid and they would pay themselves first at the end of the month and just leave you there with whatever was left. Absolutely no fiscal responsibility is absolutely central, I think, to to the German mentality and certainly the way their country is set up. So fantastic advice there, very, very young from your auntie. Oh, my auntie has been, (laughs) yeah. 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 Quite a few sounding boards in, yeah physically, mentally, yeah, yeah, everything. She's just, yeah, she's been amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, so set you up very, very well to then dismiss the idea of just probably told me a lot more, but that's one of the things that stuck out the most. Yeah, yeah. If you can't afford it, Melissa, you don't buy it. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's a good basis. (laughs) And for you, what has been the most effective marketing initiative or program you've used to promote your business? Um, becoming accredited by Celiac Australia was by far the best thing that we did for our client. Mm-hmm. Um, there are not many, if any, accredited cafes that are also vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are literally in no competition with anyone and and being set apart as what we are makes us not only not only us happy, yeah. but makes us our customers happy. Yeah. Um, I also do all my own social media and marketing. So being that we are always busy, I can't be doing a bad job, I guess. <laughs> um, I've been so lucky. I've rarely advertised in papers. You yeah. know, the papers have always come here. Yeah. We've got a spot, you know, would you like to fill it? You know, all that kind of stuff. So being really lucky that way. Fantastic. Um, I had great dreams of doing cooking classes, degustation, night openings, etc. cetera, um, when we did take over. But we've just been too busy Um you know, throughout the three years, which is great yeah. um, for those to kind of come to fruition. But I believe, you know, the universe will make it happen at the right time the right when time. the time, you know, we're yeah. only talking about today in the kitchen, yeah. Yeah. you know. Um, so I don't, I feel like it's soon. Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, I'm, oh, I don't know, as far as effective marketing, I'm, yeah, I'm a tech tard, like I said to you before. Um <laughs> I do all my own social. I only just learned what Canva was. Right. So um, I'm not sure that, you know, I have, you know, great effective marketing tools, but they're working. Yep. And that's, you know, that's all I could ask for. Absolutely. Yeah. No, well done. And what's the one thing that you've learned as a small business owner that served you well over the the years? Um, Very simple. If you don't have passion for what you do, you will not thrive. You need to, you need the passion to strive. Mm-hmm. You need passion to be prepared. You need the passion to be able to be able to overcome all obstacles, and you just need passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. It's I so feel important. like, yeah, this has been my passion for a long time. Um, 
And even, you know, even on my worst days, I still know it's there. Yeah. So even though I don't feel okay, I'm okay. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Fantastic. That's, that's fantastic advice because um, a lot of people will stay in jobs because they have ideas of, you know, it's financially stable or it's yeah. um, maybe what their parents did or, yeah. you know, all of these other reasons that are very extrinsic that keep them in the job. Mm. But then they get to a point where they feel, well, why isn't this enough for me? Mm. And I think most of the time it's because that passion is lacking and they are turning up for reasons that don't belong to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's fantastic that after so many years it, there's still that spark and that flame there for you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very lucky, yeah. If I didn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't still be here. Yeah, mm. yeah, you'd be on to the next passion. Yes. We <laughs> don't have time for any others right now. <laughs> and are there any resources or tools you'd like to share with other small business owners that have helped you to run your business? Hmm. I don't particularly think I really know really know how I've gotten this far in owning and running all aspects of my business. So giving mm. advice seems really hard. I feel I have at times failed my family and myself um, with my absence from home um but my persistence to keep going mm-hmm. um i think i guess is what is the tool that i've used yeah um yeah you know a- any business doesn't matter you know what kind of what business it is i think it takes a lot of time away from your family and that's i feel like i have a lot of mum guilt yeah um but i'm also not a quitter yeah so my persistence has yeah it's it's always right there in front of my eyes absolutely yeah yeah that keeps me going Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And that patience as well. Knowing that I have a lot of patience. Got things coming, <laughs> like the night openings or the dinner station and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. But waiting for the right time. Yeah. Oh, look, I even, you know, we were going ahead with a degustation um, once and we sold, you know, a substantial enough tickets, yeah. you know, to cover the night. And I I just thought to myself, I can't do a twenty hour day. Mm. And I even though it brought me to tears cancelling it. I, I just thought to myself, if I can't do it properly, yeah. I'm not doing it at all. Yeah. And if I was going to do it after an 18-hour day, I wouldn't have been, I don't know, sociable or I just wouldn't have been all sorts of things. So, yeah, cancelling it that day, it, it broke my heart. But, you know, I know that I've got the following there. So, again, persistence will get us there again. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And, and perseverance. It's, um that's so important there that point that you made particularly with the degustation menu that it's it's built usually around a story and so that story needs to be told mm. by the chef that's still got the energy for it by that time of by that time of the evening so yeah. the, the journey that you're taking people on through these multiple courses really needs to come through that's as what i wanted to do i just <laughs> wanted to take them on a journey yeah. and i had to cancel it before it even started yeah it was it was sad but I know I did the right thing. Yep. So yeah, yeah. And now watch this space, right? Yes, absolutely. It's coming again. And tell me, Mel, um, what are you celebrating right now? Can you share a recent win with our listeners so that we can all be really happy for you? Um, again, I'm really celebrating the small things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, life's been pretty overwhelming of late, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that I still have my children and my husband by my side, I celebrate that every day. 
Um, I'm so thankful to have the family, the team and my friends that yeah. I do yeah. um, while I've been so ab absent. So waking up daily and being able is definitely just a celebration in itself. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, that is. And it's so important to reflect on because so many of us get caught up with, right, what's the next achievement? What's the next tangible achievement? Mm, no, what's mine's just next... days. Yeah, that's Let's right. Let's just get through this day. Absolutely. <laughs> and then tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it's all still intact. Yep. We're all still alive. Yep. We're all still happy. Yeah. Right, we'll move on to the next day. That's right, yeah. Yeah, well, we're celebrating. Fantastic. And so now we'll move to the part of the podcast that's my favourite. Actually, the first part's my favourite. This is my other favourite. Um, is uh, a plug for your business. Um, so tell us about the the business, the product services that you provide to target audience? Okay, so the Alkaline is a space created and designed by myself mm -hmm. um, for everyone to feel welcomed and comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, with decor of days gone by, a place where you can order food without hesitation if you have an intolerance or allergy. Mm -hmm. um, a, health food, a health food cafe where our passion is passed through our food and our beverages. Um, we are 100% celiac and vegan vegetarian um, and even our meat, meat eaters that come in that they, they are impressed so I always feel like I've won there and they come <laughs> in and go that was actually really good and I'm like shock what around. did you expect yeah. um, our target is everyone we want everyone to step outside of their comfort zone um, to realize that gluten-free refined sugar and a vegan vegetarian way of life is actually really fulfilling and yummy mm -hmm. um, you know I've not had a chef for the last, I don't even know how long, don't even know what date is. Um, but being back in the kitchen myself, I just love every day putting my soul on the plate. Yeah. You know, and I love it when people feel that. So, um, yeah, that's my little plug. Phenomenal. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. And again, you know, you can just feel the passion there, you know, putting your soul on your plate, on the plate. Yeah. What a wonderful idea what a nice wonderful yeah, picture you just eyes, if it doesn't yeah. look good <laughs> yeah yep absolutely and do you have any new projects coming up that you're excited about or want to let our audience know about um no not really like i said before just getting by every day mm -hmm. um is you know the goal at the moment yeah. um but i did write um chef attracting a chef or barista yeah um would be so exciting yeah um just to take the pressure off um and this week touch wood um i've had one of each come in so um yeah that's why i'm a little bit excited about you know maybe that degustation's closer or yep. maybe those friday nights that we can open or maybe we can open back up on a saturday so yeah um yeah just yeah that's what i'm excited about just that's the future you know yeah. um yeah. I feel like we've, you know, everyone in hospitality has done it pretty hard in the last 12 months. So I feel like there's a little bit of reprieve on the horizon. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, I hope they both work out for you. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be that would be wonderful. And you've already got such an incredible team. Yeah, I do. I hope, yes. they, I hope they slot right in and work out for you. I think they will. Yeah. Good. And what's your number one business goal that you plan to accomplish over the next year? Um, I have just been nominated for the Restaurant and Catering Industry Awards and in Osmumpreneur again. Mm -hmm. um, a placing in either would be really great. Um, yeah. It would be wonderful recognition, but I kind of feel like 
when you're nominated, people's at, people have actually noticed what you do. Yeah. And they appreciate it. So just being nominated, I already feel like a winner. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, a little award here and there didn't go straight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's justification for all those long hours. And, yeah, and exactly. Yeah. yeah. Recognition. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's a good, it's a good thing, especially, um, you know, when you're feeling a little down, mm. you know, so yeah. yeah. But the, the restaurant catering industry, I, I did, yeah, I never thought, um, I don't know, I guess I don't think past our little Albany here, but <laughs> yeah, when that came up, I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. We're doing that. Fantastic. Yeah. Very, very pleasing. And tell me now in true sisterhood style, can you tell me one other amazing lady in biz that should have a slot on the podcast and why? Yes, I can. There is one beautiful lady I would like to mention as she has been in her in her industry for over 20 years and she's owned several businesses mm -hmm. and I feel her passion. So um, everything that she does, she just, oh, she just makes me feel so good every time I see her. So um, she's probably going to kill me for this, but um, her name is Jess Moncrief. Okay. Um, and she owns The Raw Facialist. Okay. So um, her, her, what do you call them? Is it a salon? Yeah. Yep. Salon? Yeah. So her salon is based on vegan, vegetarian. You know, she dehydrates oranges and puts chocolate on your face. And I don't know, every time I go there, she just makes me feel a million bucks. Yeah. Um, I long for my days to see her. Um, and, yeah, her her passion, like you can just feel it when you're talking to her. Yeah. And then the whole time that you're there that you're not talking to her, you can feel it again. Yeah. You know, yep. it's just, yeah, she's just, I just really love her. She's a great person. Fantastic. She's probably going to go, what? <laughs> That's right. I'll seek her out. <laughs> um, she's on the radar now. And tell me, what's the, the best way for the listeners to connect with, with your business? I was going to write none because <laughs> I never have time to reply to anything. Um, and it's not, I'm never ignoring anyone. Um, it's just, yeah, emails or socials. But yeah. because I'm here all day, um, I don't really check anything till I get home. Right. So, um, yeah, emails or socials, always check them at night when I'm nearly asleep. <laughs> and or try, yeah, I try and get back to everyone on a daily basis, but sometimes I, you know. Yeah, excellent. Or they can just come into the restaurant. Or they can just come in here. And if I've got batter on my hands, then I'll just talk to them with batter on my hands. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so, so, so much for your time. And it's been really insightful and very interesting to hear about your journey. And I wish you the very best of luck with everything, the awards and the expanding into other areas and, and just pursuing your passion. We're really lucky to have you here in Albany. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Secret Lady Biz podcast. I really appreciate if you can subscribe, that would be wonderful. And then you won't miss out on all of the incredible interviews we have coming up with some amazing women around Albany and the great Southern region. In the meantime, keep leading however you can, wherever you are.